Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we have a commissioned episode coming courtesy of Jeffrey James about one-on-one fights that we'd like to see in the MCU. All that after this. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall. I'm excited. Finally getting to some of these commissioned episodes. And our first is Mr. Jeffrey James, the author of Business Without Bullshit. Gotta give him a plug, right? Yeah. Yeah. And And how how to to say say it, it, B2B selling. Business to business selling. So if you're a business guy, you should go check out Jeffrey James' books. He's an author. Business Without the Bullshit sounds like very much up my alley. (laughs) (laughs) I... I have no, I have no, uh, especially being a, you know, self-employed person, I have n- no patience for, like, working with people that, when things don't make sense, I'm just always like, okay, I won't work for you. <laughs> I'm just done. I'm just done. Um, so, that's pretty cool. Like, oh, okay, no. <laughs> Again, we're doing this commissioned episode. This is uh, what, what Jeffrey wrote in as his commission. He said, how about one-on-one fights you'd love to see in the MCU? Not just hero versus villain, but villain versus villain and hero versus hero. Um, which, uh, spoiler alert, I think we went mostly hero-hero, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cares about villains. The MCU has always been about giving us heroes and the hero's story. So giving us heroes that we love and... Sometimes those ideals clash, a la Daredevil versus Punisher. Yeah, for sure. But I, they they come together for that greater good, you know? I had a hard time because I was thinking about things I'd want to see, and I kept thinking, oh, this would be a cool bat matchup. And then there was like, oh, they did that already. And I have a feeling <laughs> that the, this exact conversation happens all the time at Marvel. Like, who would want to see fight, you know? And then they're like, <laughs> I know they try to write, they, they really have a focus on story, but I do think they try to give that fan service of just seeing people fight that we want to see fight, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why like in the first Avengers movie, uh, Thor and Hulk threw down on, uh, on the, the helicarrier. Oh yeah. Like that's a fight that everybody wants to see. Well, sure. Thor and Hulk fought, but also like all of the Avengers fought early on. Like you had the cap versus Iron Man versus Thor out in the woods. That was super badass fight. Um, so just to give us an idea, he sent in some sample, um, some sample, uh, ideas for where, for some, for some one-on-ones. So, uh, let's, let's go down his samples. He has rocket versus Punisher. What do you think of that? Rocket versus Punisher would be a really funny fight with a whole lot of gun use. Uh, just a big firefight. Yeah, uh, but I think ultimately Rocket's going to take it just due to the technological advantage. I do. I do think he has, and and tactical probably as much as I like Punisher. I feel like Rocket is sort of this like he's a super. He is superhuman. He's not a superhuman. He is superhuman. He's he's got the speed. I mean, we saw him take out all those guys in the uh, in the forest um, in Guardians Two. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That, that as as great as Punisher is, he's a man, and they grounded him as a real man who gets hurt, and and like I don't, Rocket's so so smooth, he doesn't even really get hurt. He's he just runs around and is badass. Um, 
So, so, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, I, but, but it is what's, uh, yeah, the, the firepower is what's interesting about that battle. I feel like eventually they'd just be firing nukes at each other. Um, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I don't know. Is Punisher a good hunter? Hunter trapper? <laughs> Maybe. Could he, could, he, could he take out a raccoon? Yeah, he just sets out some cheese, maybe some trash, yeah, in a cage, yeah. Um, that'll that'll be fine. I feel it's it is it is it is it it's kind of sad, but I feel bad joking about Rocket that way because I know how sensitive he is. <laughs> um, I like it's, I like it's almost like racism. Yeah, no, exactly. You start joking about his uh. Him, him being a normal raccoon and i was like and i i started it with the whole can is he a good hunter or trapper uh and i and i suddenly felt really bad about it <laughs> it's no good I'm like oh he's so sensitive <sighs> about that he's a person yep. damn it you, you know what would be really funny is craven the hunter versus rocket raccoon <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty that's pretty that's pretty good um, be really funny. There's a bonus one for you guys. Uh, he's not in the MCU yet, so. Um, so his second one is Black Widow versus Daredevil. That's an interesting matchup. Oh man, that's actually one that I put on my list. Oh, is it? You didn't. Yeah. Read, you didn't read Jeffrey's list well enough. I read it and then I went on about my life because that was like three weeks ago, and I came up with my list today without having looked at his. And I just think it would be really cool to see, like, the man without fear, like, dealing with Black Widow. Yeah. No, I'm with you. That would be a super great fight. And and f- it would be a super good fight from a uh, character perspective, I think. Like, they're both just really interesting and conflicted and de- uh, she's so deceptive in her yeah. fighting and, like... She she and he she, just she can't lures, be deceived. Well, she lures you in. She's she's worse than Electra when it comes to like being able to lure someone in. And maybe maybe that you wouldn't say. Maybe maybe she doesn't have the same effect that Electra has on Matt Murdock. But uh, you know, Matt Murdock's fallen for bad women before. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I can absolutely <laughs> see that being a, an interesting interesting fight and interesting. Not, and this is something I really tried to do with my list is trying to come up with interesting character reasons for them to fight. I didn't necessarily just want like the biggest guys to smash into each other. Um, yeah, yeah. You're not just like throwing planets at each other and yeah. going he 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 he. Not that there's anything wrong with throwing planets at each other. Thanos was awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you throw another moon at me, Isn't I'm going to be upset. <laughs> um, the next one on Jeffrey James's list. Is Black Panther versus Iron Man? This one almost made it on my list. Then I noticed it was on his list, so I didn't put it on. Um, <laughs> but just the technology, the sort of like the 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 funds and the the resources behind the two of them. Like if they really went at it, <laughs> it would be it would be pretty interesting. I think it would be mostly Iron Man would be throwing money at Black Panther, and Black Panther would just be absorbing all of the shock of it and destroying Iron Man. Oh, you think so? I think Black Panther would take his ass out. Interesting. Black Panther's too good a fighter. Well, yeah, but I, I agree. He's a great fighter, but so are the 30 Iron Man suits that Tony Stark <laughs> has control of. You know? Yeah, that's and I, fair. And I, it's, it's also true that, um, you know, uh, T'Challa has an army 
So like, may, but but I don't know. Just that many Iron Man, the Hulk Buster coming through, like. Nah, man. If, if he has the armies of Wakanda Rhino. behind him, there's no, there's no, there's no helping him. Like Iron Man's going yeah. down, but uh, by himself, you know, we, this is supposed to be one on one. So Iron Man versus Black Panther. I think you're probably right, except he does. Um, I don't know. He's got him on range, you know. Maybe he's got him on Maybe. ranged attacks. <laughs> he doesn't need to have range. I mean, he won't be able to hit him. Well, if he does hit him, he f- he'll be charged up enough by the time he gets there to just blast the shit out of that's him. True, but Iron Man does fly, and it's like you're flying yeah, that's, around that's the firing rockets. Like I, I feel like that if uh, Shuri had the chance to kind of tech up his suit to take Iron Man down, I think that the that Iron Man wouldn't stand a chance. But just the whole like flying around firing rockets at a <laughs> at, at T'Challa seems kind of hard to overcome. Although I, we've seen the Iron Man suit fail on many occasions, like running out of things or not being able to take certain environments. So yeah. I, I like that well, the Iron Man suit is sort of limiting in that way. I think that the whole, like the, the counter to like just flying around shooting rockets is that with the, like with the release of the kinetic energy or the, the buildup of kinetic energy, from the suit like he can he can direct it from the look of it so he Hmm. could direct that force downward to propel him upward and just launch himself at iron man and just surprise the shit out of him yeah and then you have a flying Hmm. iron man trying to get black panther off of him (laughs) it would be really funny to see that would be pretty amazing anyway great one that's a great one uh jeffrey james um yes winter soldier versus luke cage Ooh. Somebody who's cold as ice against somebody who's too cool. <laughs> and and uh if Cap got in there, he's been a capsicle. Um <laughs> So Winter Soldier Luke Cage. I I I'd, I'd love to hear Jeffrey James's thoughts on why this is an interesting one. I, I think it's a good it's a good fight. I think it'd be it'd be a good it'd be a good throwdown, but I just don't know from a and not that everyone has to have this, but from a character perspective, I don't know why it would be as interesting. Um, yeah, there's not really much reason other than like this is what I pulled out of my toy box, and now I'm smashing them together. Yeah, but you know what? I think that the, that's a failing of the Winter Soldier character. I don't really know, I, except for he was he was once a good man turned a bad man through programming, and now he's trying to be good again, like. I don't know what else there is to the Winter Soldier yet. I, I, as many movies as we are in, this is why I don't think he should take the mantle if Cap, you know, goes away for whatever reason. Um, is I just this many movies in, and I still don't feel like they've built that character well. As much as I love Winter, I, I don't know. I love the movies he's been in, and I don't think they should have done them any other way. But I just don't feel a connection to the Winter Soldier the way I do all the other heroes. Well, especially since you keep calling him the Winter Soldier, and now he's the White Wolf. Right. Come on, man. The White Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that would be an interesting fight, though. Like, again, no real character reason for him to be in Harlem or for him to fight Luke. Um, I mean, if you're going to have him fight someone from from Luke Cage, have him fight Misty Knight. At least he'd have an, a, good, <laughs> a good, like, arm versus arm off. 
I just want to see them arm wrestle. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we need. <laughs> we just need an arm wrestling match between Misty Knight and uh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yep, this yep. is my favorite one. He sit in Hulk versus Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> a two-second fight, but how satisfying. Hulk versus Iron Fist oh, equals man. Pancake Man. Uh, <laughs> Danny Rand would just be running. Shit, 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 shit. Yeah, that's that's pretty great. <laughs> puny, uh, puny protector of Kunlun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kunlun would be demolished. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he'd do much to protect from the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not, not really anybody can other than like, you know, Captain Marvel or Thor or not maybe not maybe Hulkbuster. Not physically. Uh, well, yeah. and yeah, I mean, there's obviously Hulkbuster which was designed to do it, but even Hulkbuster had a pretty hard time and destroyed a, like a small city in the in the in the, in the attempt. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. yeah, that's pretty great. That's a good joke <laughs> in the Hulk design fist. I also uh, it was a one-on-one battle, so I couldn't do this. But I really wanted like to just add it, add to that like Hulk versus the Inhumans or whatever. Um, <laughs> some, that might be interesting. Maybe somebody brought up. See, and this is more feedback that we don't have rounded up for this episode um, because it was not, we're doing a feedback episode next week. Uh, but somebody brought up that they really wish they'd done like Thanos decimating the Inhumans to get one of those stones <laughs> just to like yeah just to throw that out there like yep they're dead <laughs> they're all dead we washed our hands of that shit <laughs> we washed our hands of that show by murdering all of them with thanos <laughs> uh and i mean you know there were there were opportunities to find a stone uh, okay so yeah. his last one this is uh jeffrey james's last one uh jessica jones versus mockingbird and he says in parentheses be still my beating heart <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've got one of those on my list too um, <laughs> yeah 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 i mm, i think that mockingbird would put up a really good fight but she would get like she would tire herself out from like doing all the flipping and spinning and dodging because jessica would not be able to hit her and would just be swinging, but like once she connects that one good time, that's it. Yeah, she, Bobby's out. She could easily crush Bobby's face. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's that is a problem. But you know, you you see it all the time. Finesse often beats strength. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't know that she'd be able to get in enough of those like small hits to to put Jessica down. Um, although I will say he's right. Be still my beating heart. Like those two, two. Um, Attractive ladies going at it. Yeah, for sure. Very, very I'd pretty be, ladies. Uh, I would like to. I would like to see both of them on screen. I miss Mockingbird. She should be around. Now. Right. Yeah. There's just no reason they left. I'm so mad at them having them leave. Like the way they left. I. I always thought it was stupid. <laughs> um. Okay. The spies goodbye. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And that was kind of a, like a nice scene, but I. I always felt like they're a secret organization. Why does anyone know enough about them to like warrant firing them? It <laughs> just didn't make any yeah. sense. You can still be a secret organization, but you can't have these guys on your payroll. Like, like how the how, how the hell would know? you know? How, yeah. yeah. Like if if somebody finds out about them, yeah, something's already gone wrong. <laughs> like and why why are we worried about like I don't know. 
it was dumb. And I always, I always disliked that whole thread. And and the whole reason they did it was to try to get make Marvel's Most Wanted happen, and it didn't happen. And they didn't bring them back. Yep. I feel like that yep. was not a permanent reason to leave the show. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I want them to go pick up Bobby and Hunter. And be like, all right, so we're going to space to go get space fits. <laughs> space fits. Let's go pick up Fitzsickle and, uh, you know, you guys can come because we're not on Earth. Yeah. That'll be season six. Yeah, man. I'm okay with that. So let's dive into our lists. So that, that, was, the, that was the commission, and I've really enjoyed talking just about his list, honestly. Um, but let's get into our list. Okay, well, we already did one for mine. So I'm going to start. That way we end and we're able to go back and forth. We made a list of five of our own that we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna try to use here. Um, so my first one, and I'm, I'm going to try to go in kind of like least favorite to favorite order. My first, my first one is Groot versus Hulk. <laughs> and I, I, I have to insist that it's grown Groot. Full-grown Groot versus Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Fully powered, full-grown Groot versus Hulk. I feel like maybe Hulk has the edge, but Groot's really strong and really powerful and regenerative. Um, and not to mention, like, just can take sh- all kinds of shapes. And I-, I just think like the big guy versus big guy uh, thing is kind of fun. So that's one of the few ones that I'm not really worried about character reasons. I'm j- we've, we we. As much as we know about Groot, we know very little about his character, <laughs> to, uh, in a way. Um, you know what would be really cool? Is if uh, the Hulk had been transported to Groot's home planet, and there's just a bunch of Groots. <laughs> and he's like just mad, and they're all fighting him. Yeah, I'd like I, I to do, see that. I, I think that's a fun... I was trying to think of someone to fight the Hulk. And and I think that Groot would be interesting. Um, I do still get the sense that he'd probably just tear through some Groots. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but they would, as far as they would grow back, our, they would grow back. And as far as our fully grown Groot, I don't know, man. Because like we saw, he he wrapped up Gamora, and she just like raged and broke out, and you know hacked his arms off, and then his arms didn't grow back very fast. That's true. So I I have to think that. Hulk would tear him apart, smash him up into kindling, and then like it would take a minute for him to come back and be like, alright, I am Groot. You listen here. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that uh, that is not necessarily a uh, a really great fight in the sense of um, which would win. I think that Hulk has it, but I think that Groot might give him a run for his money. Oh yeah, it would definitely be interesting to see, um, especially with like all of the ways that Groot could like wrap up Hulk and then like pick him up into the air, and then Hulk doesn't have like you know gravity and the and the Earth to use to lift. He just has his own self, and he's like, ah, I don't know how to, ah, damn it, and then just like you know he would rip himself out, obviously. But it would be an interesting fight to say the least. Yeah, for sure. What's what's or, your <laughs> Or if he just grabs him and starts using him like uh, like those ropes that you see people in the gym using. He's just like starts <laughs> waggling his arms. Waggle, waggle. Yep, yep. I just don't know if he'd know what to do with Groot. He's yeah. so, he's so like, viney. You... <laughs> yep. 
All right, so uh, my my first one listed was Black Widow versus Daredevil. Uh, the one that I'm going to chuck at you now, though, is Captain America versus Luke Cage. Hmm. I, a, I like uh, this from a from a themes perspective. <laughs> like it just it just kind of reminds me of uh, that childish Gambino video. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and eventually in this fight, Captain America would have to side with Harlem. <laughs> but, like, yeah, yeah. it just seems that's, like. That's what I'm seeing here. It's like, like Captain a- America is fighting for those old ideals, and Luke Cage is like, dude, you are so behind the times. And then they throw down. Yeah. And then, like, like, Luke eventually wins the moral argument and shows Cap. It's basically an AVX kind of thing. Yeah. You don't know that story. I don't okay. know that story well, but I, I, you know, I know of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a cool one. I like that. I like the character. Uh, I like what I like more of the themes than the character interactions. Like, you could really make some interesting things about literally the black man versus America. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, yeah. And have some have an interesting story told there. The real The real question is, do you think Cap would be able to deck Luke with one shot? The way that Danny did with the uh, the the power of the Iron Fist. No, no, I don't. I think they're probably. I, I think maybe. I think they're probably similarly strong. And Luke is so tough. Yeah, Luke's got the uh, the superhuman. Had like the mystical energy going for it. I think like. I don't know. I I, I think that that was. Uh, a mystical occurrence that happened. I don't think that it's many people who could just punch out Luke. Yeah, well, we'll see when the next season comes up. <laughs> yeah, we know, we know, we know, we're gonna have someone who can. Bushmaster. That's gonna be sorry. Fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh, yep. My next one is another one that's sort of style based, but I do like one point about it. Uh, it's Gamora versus Elektra. Ah, yeah. Be still my beating heart. <laughs> and, and that was the creepiest laugh I've ever made. <laughs> and 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 I mean, just the 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 flash of knives that, that that would happen. I just feel like that would be like one of the prettiest fights. Not just the contestants in it, but like the yeah, yeah. The, the the choreography that could happen with Gamora versus Selectra. And I also like that they're coming from two completely different worlds. One is cosmic power. Her, her power is based in the cosmos and being an alien. And one is based in the mystical. And I think it'd be interesting. It's, it's going to be interesting to throw those two worlds against each other now that they're kind of delving into both. And like well, Gamora being cosmic yeah. and Elektra being uh, mystical is going to be interesting. Would be yeah. Oh, oh, you mean Electra with like the power of uh, the black sky or whatever? The black sky coming out. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And just the power and the power of the hand in general. I think like uh, just like Ele- juiced up Electra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Juiced up Electra. I guess. Um, I guess a current of current version of both <laughs> or whatever. Which we yeah. don't know. It's we don't know exactly where Electra is, but I'm assuming she's not a goner. Um. Uh, you say current version, you mean before Infinity War? Right, yeah. All before, last last we saw Electra and last we saw, uh, oh yeah, that's true, Gamora is also. <laughs> She's a little flatter. She's also a little, a little gone, but uh, yeah, we'll just go with, I just think it, I just think it'd be a pretty fight, okay? And then <laughs> you got Cosmic versus Mystical, and I think that's cool. 
Yeah, um, yeah. But yes, you're I right. think the Gamora uh, is currently uh, uh, not n- not available mm. to fight. <laughs> um, and technically, neither is Electra. She had a building fall on her. So uh, yeah, that's fair. Maybe they're, they're both fighting, a little flatter. Maybe they're fighting in the astral plane somewhere. Um, <laughs> yep, yep. That's got to be it. It's got to be it. Yeah. Um, I think that that would be really like the choreography on that could be. Uh, similar to what um, Black Widow versus Daredevil would would throw down with. Mm. You know what I would really like to see, though, in that Black Widow versus Daredevil fight is the fight from Daredevil's World on Fire perspective. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. That would be really cool as far as just imagery. Um, But the fight between Gamora and Elektra would be really, really flashy in, in, like, you know, black versus green swords and and every other freaking weapon that Electra was using, especially the Psy, uh, and her, you know, like green versus red and black and whatever. Like, that would be, I think that would be pretty. Yeah, I know she used guns and guardians too, but I want to see a sword on, sword on, sword on Psy fight. That'd be super cool. Yeah. Be badass. Yep. Um, yep. So my next one is, it's really like, it's more for how would this person deal with this other person? Because, uh, again, there's, no, there's not really any reason for Quicksilver to fight Ant-Man. <laughs> Quicksilver versus Ant-Man. You know how, like, when Ant-Man shrinks down, it seems like everything else is going slower around him? It, it does. How would Quicksilver look to Ant-Man when he shrinks? And for that matter... When Quicksilver is dashing in and Ant-Man is shrinking down, like, what does that look like to him? Like, Hmm. does he see it happening super slow and it's just like, what the hell? Like, does his face morph in a weird way when when he's shrinking down that we don't see? Yeah, that is interesting. I I don't know about the time dilation of Ant-Man. I don't think that's actually happening. I think they do do sometimes kind of express things that way because they want that whole fee-fi-fo sort of yeah, yeah. aspect. But I don't think there's any actual time dilation happening for Scott Lang when he shrinks. Yeah, and they, they do it in reverse um, whenever he goes big and he, like, you know, breaks the wing off the plane and starts, like, swinging it at, the, at everybody. Like, he's moving really slow comparatively. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, and... I, I don't know if that's. I don't. I don't know. That's interesting. I, I'd never really thought about it, but you're right. Um, he is moving. He's moving. He's kind of. He kind of lumbers, which is interesting. And yeah. that, that If 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 that's the case, then yes, I agree. It would be very interesting to see. And honestly, just fights like that are super fun to watch when you've got two people with different powers who are good at using them. Um, yeah. And super speed versus tiny man, like. It's just a fun, like, if done well, it would be a really fun fight. I love when people use their, people use powers in interesting ways. I think that one would be really interesting to watch happen. <laughs> yeah, know? for sure. <clears throat> so what's, what's your next one? My next one, uh, and this is where mine really get more character-based than uh, what it would be interesting to see fight, but... Uh, Spider-Man versus Iron Man. Oh, man. That's my number one. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Yep. Well, I spoiled another one of yours. Sorry about that. Damn um, it. <laughs> Spider-Man versus Iron Man, it was almost my number one. Yeah. Um, see, I see that happening in like a in, in a future where after Peter grows up a little bit and he starts, like, he's dealt with Stark a bit more and a bit more and he, he starts to realize, like, Mr. Stark isn't always absolutely right in fact he's most of the time wrong yeah and like he he ends up kind of rebelling in that in that that way against this father figure and he has to find a way to tell this father figure that he's wrong and then that that would breed conflict because tony is just he's so convinced that he's absolutely right in regard to this kid this makes me more and more want iron man to survive uh, Avengers 4, which he may not. Uh, it, there's been a lot of speculation that this may be the off-ramp for Donnie Jr., uh, but, man, I would love to see um, like like he, him becoming his own father. Like, all those father figure issues that he's dealing with, and we've already seen him, like, dealing with those issues. Uh, at least I took it as that. Like, when I'm watching, when I'm watching Spider-Man Homecoming, and he's having a hard time, like, getting his uh, his surrogate son to do the right thing. I think some when he's hard on him, he's seeing his own father uh, in himself, and it's making him struggle. And I think like having having these real conflicts happen in the future would be really really uh, interesting to to watch. I think you should do another one because you stole my thunder. Okay, on that one. Okay, I'll do another one. Uh, my next <laughs> one is is very similar. But a pretty pretty different. It would be a pretty different fight. Um, Hawkeye versus Black Widow. We sort of saw that one well, in Avengers One. Now, again, I'm talking about from a character perspective. We saw it. We didn't. Did we even really see them fight? Yeah, she knocked him out. Okay. Well, uh, she cognitive calibration. <laughs> that is that is uh, that is with him being. Um, Mind controlled. Mind controlled. I want. I want them to have a reason to fight and to see. Uh, to see well, had Hawkeye and Black Widow. It's sort of a reason to fight in Civil War. They were on opposing sides, and they were like, "We're still friends, right?" It just depends on how hard you hit me. Well, that's right. Uh, but again, I, I just I'm I'm thinking more of like a real brawl. That the, it, we've talked about this before, but the airport scene is everybody using kid gloves because they're all still friends. They're they're yeah. on opposing sides, but they're all still friends. Uh, we don't it's get the, the um, Captain America and Iron Man. That fight at the end is the actual civil war. Like that's when like the gloves come off and they actually fight. And yeah. it's great. Uh, I want to see airport that. was just the posturing and the like. See how big it was the uh, the arms race. Yeah, and, and just and just they're on opposite sides, but not trying to hurt one another. Nobody's trying to hurt one another. Uh, yeah. if, if Hawkeye and Black Widow got to the point where they were like actually, uh, just, what what could lead to that? They they care about each other so much, and I'd like to see what could lead them to being willing to actually harm each other and have a fight. But but you're yeah. right. I'm gonna disqualify that one because it uh it has been done twice. No, I, well uh, you know I think it would be really good to see that one in uh, the Black Widow movie. Where Hawkeye comes to save her. Well, see, that's the thing is, is w- this doesn't have to happen in the future. This could be that time when he went to, you know, stop her and he made a different call. And I, yeah, and I, lo- I love, yeah. I love the idea of them them showing that. Um, cool. Well, m- what's your last one? 
my last one is in regard to you stealing thunder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Captain Marvel versus Thor. Ooh, good one. She steals his thunder. <laughs> well, she uh, Captain Marvel absorbs energy. Like, we haven't seen her on screen yet, but one of her major powers that people forget about is that she absorbs energy that is thrown at her. And Thor is nothing but energy. Rather, nothing if not energy. Anyway, sparkles. He, he throws the sparkles around, and she would absorb that and get stronger, and then, like, be on his physical level. And that would be a really cool fight to see. I feel like maybe she just if that's the if that's the dynamic she would just win. <laughs> I yeah. think I think they're going to make her very overpowered, and I'm not sure what that means for the universe. But she, it just seems I don't know much about her as a character. Uh, but as as much as they've been not doing a good job defining characters' powers lately, he's fast and she's weird. You know, like that. Yeah, that's not yeah. enough. I need to know like what's going on. I'm, I'm a sci-fi guy. <laughs> I need to I need to know exact specifications of how fast he runs and how much she can lift with her mind. Yeah, and is it just tele- te- yeah telekinesis? But is it also mind control? Like she, she's yeah, she's got she's got a lot of mind powers. Nah, um, man, it's brain control. It's so much better than mind control. Cause okay. the brain the brain controls the mind. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that's that's a that's a good fight. Yeah, I think that uh, his strength versus hers, like in the beginning, would be, you know, like he would he might be able to knock her around, but he would use the lightning and she would absorb that, and then like right there, she decks him, and Thor is like, oh shit, maybe I shouldn't do this, because you know that sort of happened with him versus Iron Man in the first Avengers. You know, like, power at 400%. Boom. And uh, th- a similar thing would happen, and then they would they would have a knockdown, drag-out, like, world-ending fight uh, until, you know, they come to their moral understanding. Yeah, which they, which they must. Yeah, they have to. God, or, they have to. My last one. They will Lay not. Lay on me. They will not come to a moral understanding. Well, they might, but I don't think it'll stop the fight. Um... And this one is the only one of any of our uh, uh, of any of our battles here that includes a villain, <laughs> except Electra. Yeah, I guess she's a villain right now, or, or last we saw her. I don't think of her as a villain, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> I did use Electra. Um, I just don't think of her as a villain. Uh, Kingpin versus Punisher. We saw them interact a bit we in did Daredevil see them. season two. We all, we saw them have a mild scrap in Daredevil season two as well. Yep, uh, I don't think we saw them actually physically fight together, but I want an entire season of the Punisher where the Punisher and the Kingpin go after each other, specifically because what's the difference? And that's what I want to see explored morally in the battle between the Punisher and the Kingpin, because a lot of what we saw in Daredevil season one is, is, is like, um, what's the, you know, Matt Murdock trying to make change, but what ends up taking out the Russians in season one? Kingpin. And it's like, ooh, he did bad thing, but it was effective. And then Punisher has that exact same argument with Daredevil. So they're both like this opposite side of the coin from Daredevil. I'd like 
them to explore what is the distinction between Kingpin and Punisher. Because they both try to take, they both are trying to bring about good ends through bad means. And like, what is the line for the Punisher? Because in Punisher season one, he even shoots a soldier. Yeah. Uh, a good guy. Like I, my initial re- reaction was, oh, well, Punisher wouldn't hurt an innocent. And Kingpin would roll over innocence to hurt to do to fulfill his goals, and I was like, "Ooh, but wait, Punisher did shoot an innocent, and it was you know, and, and they never dealt with that anymore. Um, Punisher shot an innocent soldier who was just doing his job. Um, yeah, and so like I really want to see them go. I want an entire season where we really get to see them go at it and see like what is the line that makes Punisher Punisher." And kingpin, kingpin. Like, what is the more? What's the morality there? Um, help me out, superhero ethics. Um, like, what's the difference between kingpin <laughs> and punisher, and why do we root for one and and and, and scorn the other? Um, yeah. Well, because we can identify with one that you know he's a he's a father who got into a bad situation. He's that you know that one guy that's like you know you're one bad day away from being me, and. Kingpin just had this bad life, but we can identify with him from you know. That's, those, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, that we saw. I was about to say like, yeah, but we can like, identify with shit. Kingpin as well. Uh, he had all this stuff happen to him in his life that led him to this, and now he's just trying to save his city. He's trying to do the same thing Daredevil's trying to do. Um, oh, damn. Like, what is the difference between Punisher and Kingpin? And I think it's very telling because they're both. They were both people that fought Daredevil and had that same sort of conversation happening. Anyway, that's my favorite of my fights because I think it, it it's the most rife for interesting storytelling. Like, what is the difference between Punisher and Kingpin? You could you could have them having some similar goals and some differences, and like what I mean, and even even in their small interactions, I had to go back and read the, the read some of the uh, recaps of those episodes to remember exactly what happened. But Punisher, uh, Kingpin offers Punisher a deal to kill this guy who has some information on the Punisher's family. And so Punisher does it, but then the Kingpin double crosses him and has him, has him fight through that crazy hallway scene. Yeah. In the jail, which is amazing. But then, uh, he's a, he makes the deal to get Punisher out of jail. (laughs) Um, which I think probably because he didn't want the guy who took out a whole, room full of men and he just double crossed. I don't think he wanted him in that jail anymore. <laughs> um, yeah. But well, um, I just, I think it's an interesting question. And in, in episode nine of daredevil season two, they, they actually fought. I mean, Frank was chained to the floor and himself, but huh. I don't they did have that. a little altercation there. I don't remember that. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I want like a full sweeping storyline where the just those yeah, two are, moral fight more than than physical yeah more more of a moral more of like a I want interaction that tries to answer that question is what I want yeah <laughs> and so oh, I understand that's yeah. a good question to have asked too yeah like, how far is too far how far is too far because obviously Kingpin because it's obvious to us as viewers Kingpin is on one side of that and Punisher is slightly on the other. Um, <laughs> well, there's there's also the matter of intent because 
Kingpin has that intent of I want to rule the city because I'm the best thing for it, and I won't, I, you know, I'll lead it to good things. Well, but if that's a, if, and, that, if that really is his intent, that it, it I want to rule it because it's best for the city, then that's not even necessarily bad either. Like maybe, maybe, it may, but, may, it may, it's probably it's hubris. But so oh, is yeah. so is thinking that you can go on a personal war and you can make all the right decisions to take all the right people out. Like um, yeah. they're both they're both they both got their own hubrises and they both got their own like flaws and missions that they think are more important than a lot of human life. And uh, man, this is another thing that we need to talk about with Mr. West Fox on superhero. Yeah, ethics. I would have love to talk. Uh, to to superhero ethics about just King are we Pan supposed to be Potion. scheduling something with them? We are, uh, and we've both been super busy and haven't gotten back to them about that. So we will we will definitely do that soon. Uh, we're, we're 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 planning an episode to talk about. I think the ethics of Shield, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> we, we so many <laughs> so many things. Uh, we we we've barely been able to keep up with our cast these last couple of weeks because of our busyness, but that's life, man. I, I wish we could do this more, um, but we both have busy, busy jobs and jobs and personal lives that keep us pretty pretty crazy. Um, but we we I'm really glad we finally got around to Jeffrey James. He's been a supporter since the beginning of the Patreon, and we appreciate him so much. Uh, if you want to commission an episode, uh, go to Patreon.com. Slash MCU cast, and this is the three or four dollar level you get to commission an episode. So uh, we do no more than one paid episode a week, and we uh, do um, we we try we if we don't do an episode we don't charge. So it's basically once a week uh, at the most, and some weeks we don't do an episode, so you don't get charged. So it's three or four dollar level, and you get to commission an episode. You'll get thrown into the queue, and we'll get you. As soon as we can. Um, we've got a few people still waiting on their first one, so it's going to be fun. Uh, we've got a lot more commissioned episodes, hopefully, in the coming weeks. Um, yeah. So thank you guys very much. Um, so what's your favorite? Jeff, you got any favorites of all these? Favorites of all of these? Um, I think... I think the moral quandary of, of Punisher versus Kingpin is a good one, but I really want to see Spider-Man versus Iron Man. Yeah, those those two are really are really really interesting to me. Um, I just I just want to see that advancement of the Iron Man character. I don't want him to go away. I just don't want him to go away. And they just have every with every movie have taken Iron Man to a new place, and not to mention what it would do for Tom Holland's character. But I'm a lot less invested at this point in Tom Holland's character than I would be. Uh, with a Downey Jr. having to deal with like, and I'd love it if they painted it in a way that wasn't it wasn't just Iron Man being wrong. It was also a little bit of like Spider Man maybe being young and rebellious. Like I'd like Spider Man to be a little wrong too, <laughs> so that we can get some interesting questions going instead of just Iron Man continuing to be uh, a bad guy. What if uh, what if Peter comes back? And like, you know, in his next movie or whatever, and he blames Tony for what happened in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, that'd be awesome. What if he came back uh, blaming Tony with the black suit? And then you've got a a slightly darker 
character. Oh, snap. So you get Black Suit Spider-Man versus Iron Man. That'd be awesome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yes. Yeah. I need this in my life so bad. Those are my two favorites, too. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm on it. I'm, I'm, d- I'm, I'm down. All let's right. go pitch this to Marvel yep, right now. Let's go do it. All right, guys. Well, we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or call us at 573-CAST-MCU. Uh, I meant to mention this earlier, but I'm, I'm doing a music video right now, and I need any of your help that will. Uh, we are doing a... Uh, a, a cover song of a deaf pedestrian song, Hail to the Geek. And we are going to try to uh, make a music video where all of the people in it are you guys or are fans of nerdy things, uh, nerdy content, geeky content, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then, uh, like, basically, I, I want pick videos of you standing in front of proudly in front of whatever the geek thing is that you love. So like your fandom. Yeah. Your fandom. Like just, I'm going to be standing in front of some of my pop figures and my board games and things like that. Uh, we just shot some footage of Dave the other day in his insane house where his, he has like a, a full room of Marvel things and a full room of DC things. Um, and a star Trek wall. <laughs> like, Oh man, it's pretty awesome. So if you've got a little collection of things or just a couple of things that you love as a fan, take a video of yourself like sta- standing proudly with those items and, and then send it to mcucast at gmail.com, and that'd be awesome. Um, what, if, what if I'm laying sexily on the floor with those items around me? I'm cool with that. I'm absolutely cool with that. Um, so far, we've got one person who sent it in. It's Ashley Coffin sent hers in, and it's awesome. It's just real fun. <laughs> She, she's she's holding her items and just like winks at the camera and yeah, <laughs> it's real. Yeah, I, I want to do like an American Beauty kind of thing. <laughs> just naked you with flower <laughs> petals that are mealnier, little mealnears falling down. Yeah, I'm gonna you. have a I'm gonna have a hammer on my hammer <laughs> and yeah, oh, it'll be great. Please send that in. <laughs> you just splayed out with just a hammer covering your penis. That's that's a wonderful idea. Um, yeah, no, that'll totally go over well. Just, just like a bikini made of hammers. You have three of them, <laughs> like one over your crotch and two over your And they're your all chest. tied to each other because of the, you know, the leather straps. <laughs> Please do that. I'll absolutely use it if you send it in. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm mostly joking with you. Um, <laughs> All right. But uh, yeah, so anyway, mcucast.com, patreon.com slash mcucast if you want to support the show. We uh, have enjoyed talking to you guys this week. We'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Mm